Good whatever time of day it is you are listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express Wednesday edition. Wednesday! Wednesday hump day! Coming to you recorded previously here at the Blue Water Sports Bar and Grill in lovely Port Santa Lake, Michigan. D469. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I've noticed something. I'm, as I'm sitting here, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals are playing, which is the Celtics versus the Heat. And I've decided I really yes. don't. Yes. And the NBA knows this, too. I don't give a crap about the NBA playoffs until LeBron is eliminated. Well, yep. no, I do until he's eliminated. There we go. So I'm like the perfect reason why they justify him being in the playoffs for so long and also, you know, seem to bend over backwards to make sure he is. Yes. Am I wrong on that? No, I also like him to be eliminated. (laughs) Often and early. Right. But I just think that, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, between the Celtics, Denver, and the Heat, I don't care who wins the NBA title. Obviously, I'm a Pistons fan. If they're not there... I don't give a shit, but I just don't want LeBron to win another one. And, and it seems so manufactured that they pushed him upon us, the NBA has, and they want to advertise he's the GOAT, but uh, it seems like he's been given so many advantages where I remember watching with my own eyes Jordan come up and have to go through so much, and he was not given anywhere the liberties that LeBron has been. No, no. I, you know, Jordan would have been ousted every other game if he... Complain to the officials the way LeBron does. Or I mean, flopped. It, it is ridiculous to watch him whine. I mean, that, he is so good at that. Right. Whining and flopping are two things he does very well. I mean, they started the WNBA because of him, because it was going to be the whining right. National Basketball Association. And then they thought, oh, we should let women have it. We should, we should just let women have it. I like We'll it. just let them in there. So anyway, yeah, just it seems like that, but the NBA knows it that that's the formula that the television and the ratings are better when LeBron is still in, both for people that love him, which if you're one of those people, go fuck yourself, and people that hate him, which is the correct play because it's it's really he's it's manufactured everything that he's and he's a talent. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's not talented. He's he's good, but he. My personal belief, if you put him in the 90s, right, he gets ate the fuck up. He's like the manufactured boy bands of the 90s that were just shoved down our throat, I feel like, musically. And instead, that was him basketball-wise. Yeah. He's a boy baller. He's a boy baller. He's a boy baller. I he, mean... He's a boy baller. There's no doubt he, he comes in... You know, I like what the NFL does. You got to have two years of college football in before you can be drafted right i i really like that policy because that keeps the the immaturity out because there's no doubt there's guys that people would take a chance on and say all right i'm going to bring this uh running back in you know because they're really good out of high school and we'll try and mature them and and get them going and i I think that kind of ruins it if you ask me it does a little bit it does because they're going to go one of two ways either it's going to go very positive and it's going to be great yeah or they're going to suck or they're going to suck plane or two that's just the wheels are going to fall off i mean look at that one receiver the lions had uh very talented but just a basket case a couple seasons ago he's a young rookie titus young i believe was his name yeah and then he ended up getting a lot of legal trouble and mentally like mentally he had some issues too like he really like i don't want to blame it all on just his everything i mean mentally he needed help he literally needed help and uh you know you're just you're i think a lot of these athletes the problem is 
as they're told all along that they're the greatest, they're the greatest, they're the greatest, they're the best, and they get, they don't get told anything otherwise. Kind of sending like we talked about rejection last last episode, right? And, uh, these people are never rejected. They're always the best they are. And this is I've read a book about this where when it comes to professional sports, a lot of guys have trouble. Not a lot, but some players have trouble because at every level they've ever played at, they were the best around at their position or on their team easily or even in their conference and their whatever in the country but they get to the nfl the nba major league baseball national hockey league and uh they're just not that anymore like they're average well and and you see that at all kinds of different levels and i'll, I'll use anthony as an example anthony was the best in the area you know in, in our yeah. In the Thumb area and the Greater Thumb Conference, and you know, even if you take in like the BWAC and, and you know, and all that, yeah, he was he was the best at a lot of levels. That's why to prep him for college, I would take him to very tough tournaments outside of the area. You know, we went to New Jersey. He went out to, um, you know, he went out and got humbled at the at the you know USA Wrestling, like the Olympic. It was it was the high school division, but it was part of the Olympic trials and he got humbled out there. Oh yeah. You know, and you know, that is part of the realizing that you still have to work hard. Right. You still have to. And because it would be said, you know, I've watched so many people that are so good locally here. You know, they, they, they live in, in the thumb bubble, I call it. Right. And they, they think that they're really great. And then they end up one year in college and they drop out. Because sports didn't go their way. Or they're told, like, uh, well, you know, you've got talent. You're not going to start this season, but give it a year or two, and you'll be starting. And they're like, oh, they're not used to that because they're used to being everybody swinging on their nuts, and they don't want to put in the work, you know? Exactly. And you you still have to put in the work, and you can really tell the difference. I mean, one of the big generational talents that comes to mind, and it's always a big what if, is Charles Rogers even out of Saginaw that the Lions, like, I know he was supremely talented, but he just couldn't get out of his own way. Right. And it was pretty right. sad, you know. Um, Plaxico Burris. Plaxico Burris, another one. People couldn't get out of his bullet's way. Yeah, well, his leg couldn't get out of his own bullet's <laughs> way. But, <yeah. laughs> but uh, it's just, it, but it's a commentary. It's a, a sadness, which is, you know, it's just it's a human interest story. It's human, human nature, too. If you're always told that you're the, the best and no one tells you otherwise, I mean, well, that, what that's point, the thing. I at mean, what point does it become a demotivator where you're just like, fuck it, I don't have to work. I'm better than everybody else. And you have those rare, rare people that can go through and, and take their losses and grow from it and become better because of it. Michael Jordan's one of them. Michael Jordan is one of them. I mean, didn't make his high school basketball team. Right. Like, I remember the, the, the stories of him. Like, he, he never went into the weight room his first couple seasons. And then, like, I think, like, Bill Cartwright or somebody on his team said, hey, you know, we lift. And he went in there and, like, he's benching something, like, maybe, like, 275. And Jordan got on the bench and he couldn't even put up, like, 150. And it motivated him. And next thing you know, Jordan's yeah. benching 300 pounds, you know? Exactly. Because he's like, fuck that. You know, I'm, I'm going to work hard. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you see that in the NFL, too. You know, you see these guys that, um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. Right. You know that he is just killing himself in that weight room. I mean, can you imagine how good he's going to be this year? Oh, I know. The the pressure's off of him now. He knows he can play in the NFL. Oh, yeah. He's, he he's knows he's got the talent. Him. So now all he's got to do is go in there and refine everything. Right. And, uh, and just, they just better not get rid of him anytime soon. And just dial it in. 
I know I really wish they would have gotten him a little more help on the defensive line, but that linebacker should help him out a lot too. But hey, yeah, Hutchins is just a. I mean, he already proved he's a fucking animal. I I did. I'm not gonna lie. I did not expect that. I did not. I you know being a Michigan fan and watching him, I did kind of expect it because right. he, but not not to the level it was at. Not to that level. I mean, yeah. He, you know, I mean, I expected he'd be solid. He'd be good. He'd be talked about. Right. But I mean, he is dominant. Oh, and it's just going to get worse from right. here for, for the better for the Lions, but worse for the other teams. Well, yeah, yeah. worse for everybody else involved because he is just going to be a beast. And that's good. That's that's what you need. You need those guys that are willing to put into work. Those guys that strive to be better. Those guys that want to be better. They're going to that, that do something about it rather than sit and bitch and bellyache about it. So, how do you feel? You know, we're a couple of weeks out from the draft. How do you feel about the draft at this point? <sighs> for the Lions. Um, it's okay. I kind of see what they were trying to do. That that whole running back thing still confounds me a little bit. See, I think they improved at the running back position a lot. But but everything else they did, I can see what they're doing. Um, and see what they've done. Uh, I just you know, and I've spouted it on here before. Like I've seen other teams, the formula, like Philadelphia or San Francisco, just for years, straight years, three, four, five, six, seven straight years in the first round, just taking a stud defensive lineman. And it seems to work out, but those teams also, you know, didn't win the Super Bowl. So, right, they and made I, it, but they didn't win it by right. having by starting, you know, f- across their defensive line five first rounders. Um, it needs depth, and the Lions, we know. So, I guess here's a positive I feel about the draft: um, they added much needed depth, which is something the team severely lacked in all of this run of ineptitude. It's just no depth anywhere, and that's right. required in the NFL. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's glaring when when your starters or your studs can't be out there, even for a player or two. Because you know guys have to take plays off. It's glaring if you don't have the depth, and it's just a it, you know it's, it's it's just a gaping hole you see well, on the field. And and it's become such a science, right? You know that your offensive coordinator sitting up there in the booth, going, "All right, when this guy goes out, this is what we're going to do," and they just wait for it. And right. it, it's really just a waiting game until certain opportunities open up. Right, because they know exactly what they're going to do, and they know what the defense will be lacking. They know how to react to it. Right. So if you don't have some depth to bring that in and and negate those opportunities for the offense, you know, and even on the offensive side of the ball, yeah, you know, linemen don't get a lot of plays off, but when they do, oh, you God, notice a you big notice shift, it, you big shift massively. on that offensive line. Oh yeah, and they're usually the ones that you don't notice, but that. You know, you don't notice by the names on the jerseys, but yeah, they go down and you're like, why is my quarterback getting sacked all the time? Why did he just get sacked two plays in a row? And you're like, oh, that's why. Oh, so-and-so's in the tent. Right. That guy I didn't know existed is in the tent. Yeah, like, huh, what a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> How come there's a fatter guy on the field now? You know, I've read the science behind that, too, because, you know, your defensive players especially your edge rushers and everything, tend to be just absolute Adonises, just studs. These guys are built, they're fast, they're everything. And uh, the way it is, is, but yet a lot, and typically, you know, black minorities, um, but typically your offensive linemen are, are big, massive white dudes. But there's a lot of science to that. That mass is needed, believe it or not, even though they're fat and they tend to have bellies and everything like that. Yep. That mass is needed because they don't get to... They don't get to tee up as much or can't move as much as a defensive lineman, so they have to they have to hold their ground for they have to depend on gravity and mass to 
to stop that bull rush. And if, if you're trying to stop something, when you are trying to keep your dog in the yard, mm-hmm. do you just put up a fence pole? Or do you put up a fence? You put up a fence. <laughs> you know, because that's what really what they're doing is there. Yeah. There's a lot of fencing there with yeah. some of those guys. But, uh, you know, the the I was watching a thing today on Walter Payton. And uh, he was 237 pounds. He's a wow. And ran a 4.18. My God. So I got hit by a guy one time who was probably 225 pounds and probably ran a 4.7. And that just felt like just getting decimated. So when I was in high school, Harbor Beach had Jody Brandt. Oh, yeah. I believe was probably the most dominant running back to ever come through the area. Big head, we call him, because he's got a huge head. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he was he was two grades, or a grade ahead of me. They won a state title with him, too, at running back, didn't they? Uh, uh, runner-up. Runner-up. Runner up, or runner-up, yeah. Ninety. 1990, they yeah. were runner up, but we played them. We were we were a solid team too. I mean, we we were a seven and two team overall. Our only losses were to them, and uh, and to USA, who was solid. At the it's time. always USA, yeah. And uh, so we were, you know, but I got put in the game to stop. They had a six foot eight, three hundred eighty pound center. Oh my! And then you run Brandt, who is 260 pounds, and place fifth in the state in the 40-yard dash. Right. So I don't know what his 40 time was, but fast. Right. And he's 260 pounds, six foot two. Yeah. He was built like most linemen, but right. just so fast. And he'd hit you. And my God, I watched, I watched two of our all-conference, first-team all-conference, and like honorable mention all-state defensive players just get drugged down the field by him. And I remember looking up <clears throat> and uh see you know he, he was a he was a running back but he was number sixty. Yeah. And I remember looking up and seeing number sixty coming at me and then I saw lights. And I swear to God I blacked out for a minute. Oh, I got yeah. I mean I just got hammered. just got hit hard. And uh th- this is after being trounced for Several plays in a row by this gigantic center, right? That just would literally just fall on you. That's all it took. And uh, I remember coach saying, "Just cut him, just cut him, cut just him." Cut him. And it's like he's just falling anyways. <laughs> he's just falling. Just get out of the way, Timber. That's all you need. I like that. So yeah. So it, that was that was an adventure. It was. So and that's that's painful, the hard, getting painful. hit hard. Absolutely. Yeah, I know it's painful. I've, I've I experienced it and was part of it, unfortunately. But I I do think I blacked out. Yeah, you were just out. Lights were out. Yeah. Yeah. No one was home. No. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was very bad. Well, we're getting guests. We are. Hi. You can put them on either way you want. They just go over <laughs> your ears. There you go. You figured it out. We do I have the second she, mic I don't think over. she wants to talk on the microphone. She's she's shying away from yeah, that thing. You are. She, she's what? She's shy. Shy? We came over and sat on our podcast. Well, Lisa's here. Lisa's been on before. Welcome back. Hola. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good? Okay. And uh, what is your name? Erica. Erica, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Have you listened to the podcast before? Probably not. No. Have you been on a podcast before? Definitely 
Do you know what a podcast is? I mean, I've, I mean, I've heard down grapevine on a podcast. <laughs> okay. They're on grapevines, too? <laughs> there are podcasts about grapevines. Podcasts about grapevines. And there are grapevines about podcasts. There are grapevines about podcasts. Eh, sounds reasonable. That's symmetry right there. Well, ours is about nothing. Yeah, it's literally about nothing. We were just talking about football before you got on. But we don't have to talk about football. Sounds like nothing to me. Huge football fan over here, huh? What kind of snacks are you having there? Gummies. Gummies? If you want one, if I make it in your room. Yeah. Non-THC ones. Oh, non-THC gummies? All right, I'll try. It made it to the floor. He'll, he'll still eat it. Oh, 100%. It's a five-second roll. Yeah. Can... Just give it a little... Yeah. All right. They mop the deck, you know? Well, yeah. And actually mop the floor here. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> but it's a deck. It is. Both decks. Do not use the compass on the floor over there, Yeah, though. do not use that compass to no. get anywhere. It, it is not correct. It always points the same direction. It does, but it also is pointing the wrong direction. Yeah. If you look, east is north and north is east, and yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's very confusing. Although I, ha- I have seen it useful to some people that have been in here. Yeah, I just said head east if you want to go home, and they're like, ah, oh, I live that way. I'm like, you do. <laughs> the other east. The other east, yeah, your yeah. other east. I, I noticed that like very early in the proceedings. I'm standing there in a drunken rage, and I look down, and I'm like, I don't think this is right. Do you want to roll up to this microphone? Yeah, roll up to this it, one, and then let's get suck. closer to that one so we can hear you better. We got one more coming. Baron's coming. Baron? She used to be my neighbor, and she does not live here anymore. So they just came into town like an hour or two ago. We walked the beach and came here for pizza. That's nice. Yeah. So well, we can kind of put that one in between, and that one can come more towards you, and it'll give us better coverage that way. So we can hear you. So where do you live, Erica, then, now? Um, I travel all over. Travel all over. Right now they're over. living in my backyard for the moment. In their yep, I'm living in Lisa's backyard tonight. <laughs> I have a 80s camper van. 80s nice. camper van. Mm-hmm. Is it a Ford? It is. Nice. Well, remember I just said we were talking about, and I said like a 78? Yeah. We were actually talking about motorhomes and campers and stuff earlier. Last so. episode, yeah. Yeah. I got a new engine for my school bus. You have a new engine for your school bus. Yes. Is it is it uh, is it ready? To, when's it going to be back in commission, or is it already? Um, the awesome Fred Fagan is helping putting stuff back together. I don't know. It's Very gonna, nice. It's going to take a minute. It's going to take a hot minute. What'd you do to the engine in it? I ran it out of oil. <laughs> Just like I did. Yeah. They, I wrote a song about it though. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> While I was behind the tow truck, because her name is Limbo, so I was like sitting behind Limbo. Add this to the worries on my mind. You know, <laughs> I don't care what you believe or what you do or how you stand about anything, but you got to put oil in an engine. I'm sorry. It's just the way it works mechanically. They, they enjoy I mean, that. You, you can't use your discretion or your, 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 your better senses to not think about putting oil in an engine. It's just mechanically how things work. Did it give you hints that it needed oil? Even if you're, anth- I was two miles from home. I Did was it like, sound yeah, like I, thought it, I thought it was, yeah, I thought I was gonna make it. I thought the guy. You thought that, I was trying to tell you the time. I thought so. I thought the guy that, that I had to help move a couch with it, and so I thought that I just checked. 
and it was okay. But uh, and then I had to move it quick at, at like five in the morning to get to work, and so and it was like it started clicking, and then and I drove it all the way to Ohio, all the way to Virginia, with no oil in it. No, but all these oh. with places, and I just had to get it like five miles. But and it, it let you down just that last five miles. I let it down. You let it down I because you didn't down. put I, oil I in it. I let her down. Yes. Yeah. But I got a new engine and I got it back. I had to trade the place that had it because they took it apart and put the engine in a pallet. And then, so it cost me a lot, a lot of money to get it back. I had to give them 47 gift certificates, 42 gift certificates at $37 a piece for massage. Wow. $1,000 worth of gift certificates. Is that what it, is that what it ends up like, being? I couldn't, I was like, couldn't pay for a no engine. Like it was, that was kind of So you just horse traded for gift certificates for massages. Yeah. Well, that works. Oh, my bus back. Right. And I'm holding. I, I'll make sure they all get used. So when when did this happen? When was this calamity? I blew the tire. Well, the tire blew in Ohio. I blew the engine last year. So it sat at their place for a minute. For a hot minute. Yeah, because I it's like <laughs> oh, I can't pay nine hundred bucks for a broken vehicle. <laughs> I got another broken vehicle. So, <laughs> but it's got now it's in the now it's on the property. It's at right. the folks, and it's and I got an engine. For 500 bucks. And you're good to go? From George's George's junkyard in, in Emily City on the pier. George's junkyard. Yeah, the guy's got it all. He's a nice guy. He's even got an engine for your so, old bus. Yeah, we'll throw a plug in there for him. And for it's, George. And it's bigger than mine. It was a, mine was a 320 and now it's a 350. So you need to put oil in it. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's I was going to say, that's a big question is, do you have oil to go in this engine have, when it's have, all replaced? I, I will. Okay. Yeah, that'll never happen again. I, we, my daddy, I my daddy taught me better than that. I feel really bad about it. Don't, don't make me cry. <laughs> no, 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 not trying to make you cry. No, we we'll just. I broke my baby. We'll, we'll give you, we'll give you reminders. You guys could do a podcast on top of it. It has a roof rack. All about oil changes. It has a roof rack. Yeah. On it. There we go. Hey, Sold. Yeah, we do DJs shit up there, live music. Yeah, our first our first uh, festival we had. Uh, I hula hooped on top. Yeah, she was hula hooping on top. We Giant stand up bass. We had a stand up bass and Abrams um, mandolin. Yeah, met, was he playing a mandolin? Mm-hmm. And then he had these beats that he oh. was putting on vinyl, not on anything else but vinyl. And all that happened on top of the bus the first time I drove it somewhere for Sunrise at Pyro Fest, which is happening next weekend. Yeah, we're. Up. <laughs> what, what is Pyro Fest? It's a festival in Ohio. Um, it's about boop. spiritual healing. Yeah. Musical medicine. Yeah. A lot of really good. Wookie Foot. Who else? Dirtwire. So, wait a second. Brother Mikey. Of Sp- 30 foot bonfire. With what were those words you just said? Spiritual healing. And what was the other one? I said some of the bands. Wookie Foot. Musical medicine. Mut- yeah. Musical medicine. That's yeah. the one that intrigued me the most. Tell me more about musical medicine. It's all the music that I massage too. It's all empowering. It's like you're beautifully unbroken or perfectly imperfect, and it's all. And everybody there is super kind. So and everybody it, throws fire. There's a lot about it. There's a lot of people and like a lot of what? A lot of drums. Travis a lot of drums. Siegfried, he's from Crosswell, Lexington, and he plays like he slept by the fire his first time there. And anytime someone came up with a drum, would drum with them. Fascinating. Um, my nephew actually, he is a certified, I, I'm trying to remember what, what it's actually called, but he has a master's degree in musical therapy. Musical therapy. 
All right. Do you want to expound on that a little bit more? Is that similar to the musical medicine or is that like, um, you know, I'm honestly not sure. Okay. But I know that he uses music in therapy. So to kind of coincide with everything uh, to kind of wire the brain a little bit differently, perhaps, or point it in a certain direction, do you think? I like to picture, remember on the Bugs Bunny cartoons when they would have that big monster and then they'd play music for it and it would get all calm and nice? Right. I kind of, I like to think of it like that. Oh, okay. We just saw a Bob Weir show that was with the National Symphony Orchestra and that's what it reminded me of. That's what it was? Bob Bunny, or Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny? classical buildup. And then it would be into the morning dew. Have you ever heard a song that just pisses you off? Like every time you hear it, it makes you angry? No, I'm, this is a serious question. I mean, I, I'm not fucking with I you guys. Every time Hell's Bell, it pisses you. Like, I don't mean like I don't mean like like motivates you or enrages you or wants you to like Hulk up or something. I mean like just a song that just makes you fucking angry every time you hear it. Hell's Bells is it? Mm-hmm. For me, it's 99 Red Balloons. Pisses me off every time. I can see that. Every time I hear that song, it pisses me off. I lose faith in humanity. Because somebody greenlit that shit. I have one. It's Charleston Girl by uh, Tyler Childers. <laughs> I don't know I what that is. Hey, that song is about this girl that's all fucked up in Charleston, and I lived there for one year. And so somebody like said the song was about me. <laughs> and now two people have said the song is about me. So maybe this is what I need to explore more than anything. I so, threw a jar so, of at Baron's head because he said, well, maybe if a third, if a third <laughs> person, If a third person says it's about you, it might be true. If hmm. one person calls you a duck, you might not be a duck. But I've been told. That you're a duck? Potentially be a fucking <laughs> That you're a duck? So here's what we need to explore. Why does the song 99 Red Balloons piss me off? You obviously know why that song makes you angry every time you hear it because you've got an association, you've been conditioned that something about it makes you angry because you've been told it's about you. Why would 99 Red Balloons piss me off? Adam, any ideas? Well, that's a lot of red balloons. That's about 95 too many. And are they using them for all the right reasons? Right. Exactly. What's a wrong, can, what's a wrong reason to use a balloon? <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, you know I, I don't know it's kind of like when you have a like some sort of medical thing like and somebody asks well is it bad you're like well tell me about the good type of diarrhea I guess I don't know you know is that the worst side effect or the bad? right right like I just told you like is it bad I mean it's never been good that so I want to know good uses for balloons, especially red ones. 99 of them. What is a use for a balloon? It seems like and a pretty I'm impractical thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get, obviously, I got, yeah. I got a tank in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, yeah, a little blue buddy. I mean, balloons are great for little blue buddies. I, I get that. Yeah. I've, I've been there before, too. We just use medical gloves because that's what we had at our disposal. But, yeah. What about I've never, I've never huffed nitrous out of a condom. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that to someone. I, I pulled my school bus when the last time she was going. <laughs> right. 
and I saw, and I heard people blowing nitrous next, and I was in my bus, and I went up like I was in a drive-through window, <laughs> and, and I was like, and, and he's like, only if you have a balloon. Oh, I got this condom, or is that too like 1990s fish <laughs> to fill it up with? And they, or I was like, is that too like 95? Yeah. So are the 99 red balloons filled with what? I guess that would be the. I, it doesn't really say in the song. And are they are they four for twenty or like three for ten? That's a, that's a valid question too. Yeah, what is the cost of these balloons? No yeah, are they mylar? <clears throat> right. I mean, that would be my question: is are they a electrical hazard? I mean, there's a light up ones. Right. <laughs> I mean, static electricity is a concern here. Sometimes they just light up without blowing them up. And then you just get to enjoy them twice because then you enjoy them while they're lit up and then when you blow them up. So they are obviously... And then a third time if you fill them back up. So what enjoyment can we derive from a non-nitrous oxide filled balloon then? <laughs> well, I mean, the I mean, song lyrics give us a little... Shed a little light. Have you on looked this. them up? You've yeah. done some production? What the fuck yeah, is going research. on here? Um, they float in the summer sky, so they're obviously lighter than air. Well, that means they're, they're going to be pollution somewhere. Probably. <laughs> I like to think they get caught in like a, like a bird that nobody likes. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> like if a, a balloon. A yeah, it's okay if a balloon takes out a bird we don't like. Like a buzzard. Right. Or a goose. Oh, gooses. They're the worst. Fuck geese, man. Oh. I was talking about the band. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so I was driving today. We were going through the river, uh, Riverwalk Park there in Bay City, and there was a couple of geese out there, and I just rolled up beside them, and my son was with me. I just said, honk, and they got pissy and ran away. And I'm like, well, they say the same shit to me. Yeah, they can't complain. Right? Unbelievable. What I, attitudes. Do you call it turkeys, too? What about turkeys? Do you do that when you see them? Sometimes. Oh, yeah, when I see them? Can't help it. You can't do, right? Yeah. I think just impersonating animals in general when you see them is just one of those things that... I think that's a very thumb thing. I don't know. Well, I've, never, yeah. I've never really experienced it anywhere else. I think it's just an onomatopoeia thing. Onomatopoeia? Nice. That could very well be. Sorry, I'm fancy. I can't... If a cow is close to the road, I'm going to say, hi, moo cow. High moo cow. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's the official greeting for a cow. If a cow is near the road, I'm usually like, hey, look at that cow. Yeah. Stay off the road. I'm more like, hey, moo cow. Right? That's oh, in my list of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, moo cow. Like top five things I would not want to hit with a vehicle and cows right up there. I had a friend. Horses who hit- up there. Pigs actually the worst because they're so low to the ground. So I had a friend dense. who hit a horse. Yeah. He told me about that. He was up. driving a, he had an Astro van and it actually like threw it up in the air and it landed on the roof of the Astro van and just crushed it all in. It was a big horse. Astro van is a big already dead elk and took it. An elk would be right up there too. Somebody else hit it and then left it in the road and they ran Oh, they rolled over oh. it. They ramped off. See, that would be terrible too. What about a moose? You wouldn't want to hit a moose either. No. Right near my brother-in-law's place in Indian River. There was an elk that had been hit, and there were pieces of the car everywhere. Just strewn about? Yeah. 
No, it was. The moose is just standing there nonplussed. He's like, fuck that shit. It was very not fine. (laughs) The moose was very not fine. I don't know what he'd been eating, but he looked a little bloated. Right. Might not have had anything to do with the food. (laughs) Just a big old bloated moose. I don't know. I don't know anything. When I was a kid, there was a deer that got hit by our house, and I took my pellet gun out and. It was very bloated, and I shot it in the belly, and oh, <laughs> the stink! Not good. The smell. It's. It's. I bet you, if you really thought really hard, you could still conjure up the that smell. Oh God, yes. Because no, yeah, that one too. Thanks, thanks, Silent S. <laughs> that, that's wait. That's your own asshole. What have you been doing? Conjuring up some smell. <laughs> smell. <laughs> That's the kind of fucker that would have 99 balloons hanging out in his house. I bet you that son of a bitch listens to that every day. Well, you know, if they're filled with nitrous, they go down. And if they're filled with helium... Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Both are fun. I like to think that you have some of both. I mean, in in their own way, but it it is trippy that helium is lighter than air, so your voice goes up a ton when you inhale it, but nitrous is more dense and your voice gets a lot lower. Yeah, that's some sort of science, but I don't know what it is. I don't believe you. I think we need a we need a test. We need to <laughs> we need to test this theory out. Let's get a I mean, this is just what I've heard. I've never. This is only what I've heard, kids. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have personal experience with this at all. Yeah, it's just what we've heard too. Yeah, it's just it's hearsay. Through the grapevine. Yeah, it, maybe it's just a working theory at this point. Like you know. That grapevine podcast. That you, yeah. yeah. No the podcast about grapevines. <laughs> <laughs> So is this? So you're gonna do a podcast about grapevines, or there's a podcast about grapevines out there? No, I just heard it through the grapevines about podcasts. Oh, huh. <laughs> heard it through the grapevine. That's the second time we've mentioned that on the podcast this week. You guys play the song? No, we played a song that the intro sounded very much like it, and I'm like, oh, I think that's heard it through the grapevine. It was not. So you manifested this conversation. Do you see raisins dancing thoughts? every time you hear that song? I do, still. <laughs> That's very much a product of the 90s. Yeah. Remember the California you Raisin Bowl? Yeah. Every day. Good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I definitely see those those stupid California Raisins dancing every time I hear, hear that song. Now my fingers caught it. There we go. Good job. Don't, uh, don't do that. No. So what else, kids? I say kids, but we are we're all kids here. Hang out at my house for a couple of days and work and go to pyro in a week. Yeah, whereabouts yeah. in Ohio is that? Garrettsville. They moved it this year. How does one obtain clearance to go to this event? Like tickets or well, just show up? Get or? on Facebook under pyro. I'll send you a tattoo. Okay. Pyro Music Festival has a link, but I think you just up the price that. If you were to guess how many people attend this event, what would you what would you what would be your rough ass guess? Fifteen hundred, two thousand. Yeah, it's a smaller. No, it's way not. Way. Yeah, it's way. Oh, something. It's spring pyro. The spring one. It's just, it's like you know. It's so quaint. what days does this event take place then? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, June first through the fourth. Yeah, June first through the fourth. June first through the fourth. Okay. And it is probably like five to ten thousand people. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of it's like a lot of the people that I massage to, and it's just all empowering. And everyone's kind. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And the fire's hot. There's ceremonies and the, thro- the fire throwing that get built. Epic. 
Yeah, it gives me the strength and the power to like like touch humans and do give all your energy. Yeah, it gives me the energy. It fills me up to get me back on the road for the, until I get to go back there again. And this happens once a year. Three times. Three times a year. Yep, spring, fall. What do they consider that? Triannual. Each equinox. Yeah. By tri. Yeah, triannual. That's weird. That's a weird phrase. Not that it's weird that it's three times a year. And then they're hopping on Dead and Co. Hopping on what? Dead and Company, the last final the, tour. The final yeah, tour of the Dead, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Hopping on. Top. Just going to follow that around for a little while? Yep. Like 10, 15 shows. Nice. Where's that going to take you? Uh, well, the whole East, East Coast. All we're East Coast. California and then... Um, to the East Coast and then back to California to finish it off. Yep. Yep. California, California for Hog Farm. And then yeah, then back over here and then it goes, uh, this year they have a show in the Gorge, actually, at the Gorge. It'll be my oh, yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah I, I actually, uh, I lived in Seattle for eight years, so I've been to the Gorge before to see shows. Yeah. That's cool. That's a great venue. I've never been yet. It'll be my first. Yeah. So That's my favorite venue. Yeah. I only go for fish. Usually. Well, you would go for Bob. I would. Yeah, you yeah, totally I would. would. Yeah. I guess would fly me I've out there. there. No, you're going to hop on our <laughs> I don't remember who I saw there. Maybe Foo Fighters. Yeah, I think that was it. They always move on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the views. How do you say that? Yeah, Oh, Moo Cow. Perfect. What up, Moo Cow? What? Oh boy. Uh, so Great. what else? No, that's going to be a drop. Okay. Well, mark it, but don't hit the red. Keep the red light on. Last time we wanted to get a drop from the podcast, he hit the red light and stopped recording by accident. I just created a mental mark in my. But it head. was Junior's mom yelling meatloaf. We never did get that. Where to go? You're going to go. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for enlightening us and uh, have fun this weekend at, uh, uh, what's the name of the thing again? Pyro. Pyro. Or this weekend is... uh, Or next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So June 1st through the 4th is the Pyro thing. Okay, copy that. Yeah. And if you guys are bored, you can look me up on uh, YouTube as Grateful Hoop Mama. (laughs) Okay. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Okay, we will certainly do that. I do fire hula hooping and stuff. Fire hula hooping. Yeah. We're gonna go home and light shit on fire. That's uh, we have we have a YouTube <laughs> channel called Flamethrower Versus. So there you go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we, we light versus? shit on fire with a flamethrower. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Come on over. All right. <laughs> Copy that. We'll have a good night. All right, you guys. Thanks, too. guys. Thanks. Good to see you. Good to see you. Awesome. Oh, very cool. I don't, you know, I don't like hula hoops to begin with, but I definitely wouldn't light one on fire and try to put it around me. No, it would be dangerous. (laughs) The the only way I can usually keep a hula hoop up is if I, like, stretch my belly out and it just kind of hangs there. Yeah. Like, then most people just, when I put on a hula hoop, I think some people just call it a belt. (laughs) It's just a belt. (laughs) It's just me with a belt. You know. They call me Saturn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could see that Yeah it's just, just me hanging out with a big old belt over top of me Well that was interesting 
least it's not hanging from a doorknob this time. Right. True. True. The belt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think they're hippies. They could be. They could be influenced by things right now. I think so. But fascinating, none the least. I don't know if anybody could hear half of what they were saying because they were so far from the mics. But, I know. But it was interesting. Do you ever wonder what they do for work? Hippies don't worry about such things, do no. they? No, they don't have things. Just like so. horse trading massage gift certificates for a, an engine for a, yeah, and they a magic bus. And I'm guess, not knocking any of this. No, this is not no, me making fun. No, no, not at all. Like, I, I love it. Kinda, I love sitting down with them. It's, it's, yeah, I do too. I'm I actually kind of yeah. envy that lifestyle. I, I wish when I was in my early 20s yeah. that I'd have just taken off. Well, I mean, I kind of did yeah. with the whole tour with the band thing for a little bit, but it was... It, it, was, it was very calculated. So you had to yeah. have a job. You had yeah, to have it, like, it was a lot of work. You had I, to have gainful employment, as they they say. Yeah. You know, and it, it kind of cracks me up, but it's like, people are like, oh man, it must have been awesome, all the partying and all the bitches. All the bitches. It's like, there was no time for any of that. Right. Because you are just, when you have five minutes of downtime, you just want to be left the fuck alone. You're like, I don't, I'm tired of peopling, right? And I... Now I understand why it's so hard to get to like celebrity, like musicians and stuff like that. You know why? Why it's tough to get. You know if you go see a band, why? Why it's you have to pay a lot of money for a meet and greet, and it's very controlled and it's very. Oh you know, yeah. Because I wouldn't want to see fucking people either. Right, you're like I'm fucking done with this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have people enough today. Yeah, I have people a lot today. Yeah, and I, I just wouldn't want to do it. No, I've been behind the scenes a little bit with some people that, you know, I would say, I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, but like, you know, famous people that I've known and friends with. And uh, I've seen that too, where they have to go like after a comedy show to do like, where they did a stand-up comedy show for, you know, a, 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 a place of about 3,500 people. And then they had a very controlled, like you said, a meet and greet afterwards for like 50 fans paid to see them. And it's like... It's weird to see that, and then minutes later, I'm at the bar drinking with them, and just like we're talking about, just like normal people. But, but for a minute there, when they're at that meet and greet with those 50 different fans that paid, they're they're not a person. They're a, they're a, you know they're a, they're a celebrity. They're a you know they're, right. They're these people's like these people like had a big desire to pay money to see this person just to talk to them, even for an average. They average about 30 seconds a piece, maybe a minute. You know. So, years ago, went to see Frank Caliendo. Right. And he was in his heyday. Like, he was, he, this was just before he was, like, part of uh, like the Fox, Fox NFL. Yeah, Fox NFL. But, yeah. like, he was, he was part of it, but not, like, a regular on there yet. And, uh, you know, everybody knew his Madden stuff, everybody, you know, but he, he was pretty huge at the time. And uh, saw him in Royal Oak and at, at a small bar. And I, I can remember going in there and, and thinking, man, it'd be really cool to, like, get to meet him, you know. Right. And right. Uh, so it was me and Mary and Mickey Strickler and his wife. And Mickey and I were both huge fans of his. And uh, so we, we go to this thing, and he says afterwards, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be, there's CDs and stuff for sale over here. So we go and buy CDs, and who's selling them? Frank Caliendo's standing there selling his own CDs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we kind of hung back and waited for most of the crowd to clear out and then we went up there and bought him and we probably talked to him for 20 minutes yeah just the nicest guy on the planet 
Oh yeah. Um, it kills me because the phone died, but he actually recorded a message on my phone for me as John Madden. Oh no shit, that'd be awesome. And uh, it was so badass. But yeah, I mean, he was just just the nicest guy on the planet, and very unassuming, very, you know, hey, really glad you guys could make it out, you know, right. And I mean. But I mean, it was only, it was sold out, but it was only like 150 tickets sold. At this That's time. crazy. So a, a venue about the size of upstairs are here. Right. And hey, you, I've played to that venue before. You, you have, you have probably, you were probably in front of more people that night than he was. Wow. And, it, but it was just, it was cool, you know, and he was just the nicest guy ever. So, um, but I can understand why, I can understand why you would want to be, why you're like that with people. But I can also understand, like, wanting to get the hell away from people. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you think about it. If you think about it, and this is how it is. When you're on your way up, yeah, well, I guess you don't know that you're on your way up. You don't know where the ceiling is. No. But you also know, and you know that for every time he did that, you're obviously sitting here telling the story today about yeah. when he took 20 minutes. Yeah. And that goes a long ways. That makes you endearing. That makes you... That's a positive experience that somebody's going to share, and that's just going to help build your your popularity. Well, like all my CDs from him are signed, right? You know, all, everything everything that we got, they're all signed by him. And it, it was just a really cool experience, and uh, you know, one of those things that I'll never forget it. I'm sure he's forgotten it several times over. Oh yeah, but like, you know, I, I can honestly say I was never ever once rude to anybody that came up to me after a show. You know, that that was willing to show me any sort of admiration for being on a stage and doing something that I thought was fun. Right. I, I never once was like rude with anybody, no matter, you know, I, I would take the time to talk to them. And I, I like to think that had I become very famous, I would have still done that. But you know, I can also see where it's like, sometimes you just didn't put yourself in a position to have to deal with people and you just got off stage and didn't yeah. go out at all. See, and I've seen it always. I've seen it go always. I've had... What the dog I've had musicians that I've encountered that, you know, just blew me off or just were rude. And I didn't hold it against them because I realized that that's just the nature. Like, they have thousands of people right. every fucking week. But I have other ones that were just like, you know, I've had, they're like, hey, appreciate you as a fan, but I'm, I'm really busy. I don't have time to stick around and chat, but pleasure to meet you. And I'm cool with that, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah. that's, that's great. Because it, it, it's honest that they don't. I mean, they they really do have a ton of people clamoring for their time right. and energy. And, uh, you know, speaking of celebrities. Oh, boy. I'm back. How I'm, are you? I'm great. This guest is a lot less hippie than our last guest. Yeah. Alyssa, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Fantastic. It's been a while. Was, it's been a while. You were on a couple... Maybe a couple weeks ago, a month ago. No, it's no, been a while. It's been like months. It's months. been months. It was well, welcome back. Yeah. It was like pre-Christmas, I think. Pre-Christmas, yeah. Pre-Christmas. We were almost through the June. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. That's craziness. So what's newer, exciting? Any gear grinds? Anything you want to talk about? I don't know. I'll have to. Th I'll have to think on it. You have to think on it. All right. We were just talking about celebrities and meeting them and how. It has to be tough where some of them can take the time. Yeah. And some of them do. Be at another time, sometimes it's like 
do you have any experience with that? Have you? Like, I've never met a well besides you two, but I've never really met a celebrity. Well, we don't have the time for you right now. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't have the time for you right now. You know, and that's another uh, thing I love, and I've I've shared this on the podcast before. How I've talked to people and they're like, oh, you're too good for us because you got your big bad podcast. I'm like, you're welcome on my podcast anytime. Like you, yeah, are, but that yeah, that's the thing about we're the very podcast. accessible, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, anyone can be on. Like that, that's the whole point of it. Like we, anybody who wants to be on it can be on it. So like, just sit down. And unless, I mean, unless they've been banned. Uh, oh. <laughs> unless they've been banned. People have been banned from the podcast. <laughs> people have been put on. Probation? Yes. Oh, Emily? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just one person. It's only one person. Sorry, Em. Um, oh, God. The first time Adam fucking hit mute on her microphone while she was on a rant or talking was magical. That was podcast magic. And sometimes I hit mute, and it doesn't sound like I muted her because she comes through everybody else's microphone. Yeah. It's just so loud. Yeah. yeah. That was the case last week. I had to mute two microphones to stop it. <laughs> Meanwhile, JTK's like, yeah. Nobody can see that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's audio. I was moving my lips and not making any sound. (laughs) No one can see that. But he was also in, like, full defense mode. Like, he he looked like Bruce Lee over there, like, defending karate chops. He really did. He was waxing on and waxing off for sure. Yeah. Just it, trying to was, dodge all those brutal. bullets. So what have you been up to? Um, not much. Not much? So, some more, uh, got some more school down? Yeah, I did that. Held down a different job. What was the different job? I worked at a Mexican restaurant. Oh my, muy caliente. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Very hot. I, I knew what it meant. But yes. Um, so how was the Mexican restaurant? It was fun. It was Is fun. the food better than here? Just different. Yeah, I, I would say it's different. Just different. The food's really good. If you're ever in Mount Pleasant, go to Los Amigos. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's locally owned, small business, run by people who immigrated to the country. That's a great oh, club. Those are the best ones. Yeah. So we my, should go to Mount Pleasant now. Yeah. Let's go. Not can right we, now. Can we go do a podcast at the Wayside like we're back in college? The meat market? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wayside is wild. Did you just shudder? It, it was wild when I was in school. I, I'm assuming it's like less wild now, because like to get in you have to go through like metal detectors and shit. Like they, it's like you're at the airport and they're like. No, the the security guards back when I was in school they just felt all the women up. Yeah, it, I like never they, got like felt they, up. Like they Ugh. were the threat. Yeah, like the women were the threat. Dudes are just like, go ahead. You're fine. Yeah. A guy comes in strapping a forty-five right to his hip. They're like, "Yeah, you're okay." Yeah, you're no, good. not anymore. They scan you down. They, they check IDs. What kind of bullshit is right. that? Guy really? comes in with a fucking yeah. just a fucking big old bottle, a big old Ziploc bag full of roofies. Now nah, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I never. That's got what, that's what you want to do here. You never got roofied there. No. Oh, geez, I've even been roofied at the wayside. I know. Uh, it, like, how yeah. do you think I feel? Right? Like, damn. Well, of course, he roofied himself by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't by mistake. <laughs> but he totally got taken advantage of. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> by himself. Yes. I mean, hopefully somebody was watching. <laughs> That's, one can only hope. Right? I'd like to think I'm not alone. <laughs> 
Oh boy. <laughs> but yet so very alone. Yes. So very alone. Just going to town on himself. So the party scene in Mount Pleasant is still pretty wild. Oh, I get yeah. Cause I mean we always used to go up there from Saginaw Valley. Same. Same. And uh it was pretty wild. Way way wilder than Saginaw mostly. Yeah, it's more wild I I would say downtown than Wayside because Wayside's kind of like the only bar by yeah, it's kind of on the north end. Yeah. Yeah. But it's close to campus. Like, it's right. in walking distance to the dorms, so that's why a lot of people like it. Um, but downtown's where it's at because there's, like, a bunch of bars right next to each other. Oh, and nice. see, that that's the type of girls that we were going for was the ones that lived in the dorms that really didn't have any hope. Yeah. Right. Or self-esteem. They were looking for an like escape. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was wintertime and it was dreary as fuck and there was nothing to do. Yeah. You know, and you could walk in there and be like, oh, yeah. I got a townhouse so you, here with four. So you might people. as well just do drugs, drink a lot, and make bad decisions. Yeah. That's what college is. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that the institution that's supposed to teach us to make good decisions is. I've never made be, a good decision which is in the, college. Yeah, which is the catalyst mm-hmm. for a lot of bad decisions while you're doing it. Yeah. It's also one of the only places where you sit there and go, yeah, I'll pay. An exorbitant amount of money to make slightly more than I would make without spending all this money. Yeah. I, I didn't spend a lot on my education, so I don't know. I'm okay. fine with it. Well, some of us aren't that blessed, Phil. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I... I think what he's trying to say is... He didn't He get doesn't a- have much of an education. Okay, okay. I was like... I mean, he's got an MBA, for God's sakes. Yeah. Right? But I also didn't pay for my master's degree, so... Me either, but I don't have one. My, jo- my my job paid for my master's degree, so that's that's the goal in life. That's the hope. Right? Yeah. So you got to play the system. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have one hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of education that I only paid twenty thousand for. That, that's the boil end up with that same type of scenario between scholarships and my job paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but just like even. For- from when you guys went to school, it's gotten ridiculous. Oh, it's expensive. crazy now. Oh, yeah. Oh, my whole undergrad, my whole undergrad, I think, cost 30 grand for my engineering that's, degree. That's a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was $16,000 a semester. Yeah. My whole degree at Saginaw Valley for mechanical engineering cost me, I believe, $30,000 in tuition for, wow. for all of it. Yeah. And I mean, they make you live at Central at least. You got to live in the dorms for at least two years. So yeah, they did at Saginaw Valley. It's, it was a commuter school when I went there. It's not so, as much a commuter school anymore, but well, then they, it was. They put a lot of like Saginaw Valley has a lot of not dorms, but like housing. Yeah, right. my my roommate at my apartment in Mount Pleasant. She went to Saginaw Valley, and she was like telling us she she lived in a house like a they had a full kitchen, a full this, full that. Our dorms were not like that at Central. Yeah, we. When I went to Saginaw Valley, we stayed at a townhouse, like kind of outside of town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were all from Sandusky, so it was like, well, none of us are going to handle being in the city very well. And I was pretty glad because Saginaw was a real shithole when I lived there. Um, it is still, still now. Still is. Well, yeah. yeah. We had a lot of shootings at the mall and stuff like that. Now nobody goes to the mall, so no, nobody gets shot there. No, that mall was terrible. I caught the tail end of that because I always remember the mall security yeah, you, guard there. Yeah, you, you, uh, you'd have been probably. I had to hide behind vehicles while they were shooting it out before. Yeah, had I 
one of the big things that happened when I was there was a guy went into Dunham's with a gun and because a girl worked there that he found out was cheating on him so he goes into Dunham's and he's like shooting mannequins and everything like he's just looking to shoot somebody and um, he did he did get like a couple people outside of the mall right like didn't kill anybody but wounded them and that's uh, wild that's a, crazy a guy like came up and whacked him with a softball bat nice and, a hero uh, yeah and uh but like we had been to the mall like 20 minutes before that happened wow that's so crazy and we'd been down in that part of the mall like that uh south south uh, west end looking at softballs no there were uh there was a uh record store down there actually oh. like a cd store and we'd been down there so yeah it was interesting fye no, it wasn't. It was prior to that. Oh, okay. Might have been a Harmony House. Have Harmony ever, House. Have you ever been to an Fye? Mm, long time ago. They're easy as hell to steal from. Not saying that I steal from there, but <laughs> that's okay. They're super easy to steal from. Well, if they're asking for it. If they're asking for it. Oh, geez, that's the defense. She was asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Fye was just asking for it. Fye was just asking for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No wonder they're out of business. No. It, made, it made me sad that, like, I was in Port Huron yesterday and drove by the old Harmony House down there, and it made me want to go buy, like, winger tickets. <laughs> Why'd you have to toss out winger? Why not? No, it's perfect. That's perfect. Fucking winger. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Never did. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's thanks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, <sighs> what is with this eclectic music? Right. Tonight they're um, all over the place. Yeah. I'm going to say this is a junior pick. Junior does love the lady songs. He likes yeah. the sexy dancing songs. He, he is the- a sexy dancer, if you've ever he, seen him. He it. does. I thought he'd be taller, but he is a sexy dancer. Yeah. Thought he'd be taller, too. He, lo- um, he loves I wonder why he's not playing Skilo. Right? Fun story about the first time I met Junior. Um, I had been working here a couple days, and Emily, we all know Emily. Yeah, we all know Emily. She said, okay, so you're going to work with Junior today. And I said, okay. She said, he looks like a cancer patient. <laughs> and I said, oh. And then he came in and did not look like a cancer patient. He, in fact, looks exactly how he does now. <laughs> so, I I don't know if she's never seen a cancer patient. She has. R.I.P. KDK. Well, it's, but, that was before that, though, right? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Is it because of the one ball? No, I didn't know about the one ball until last but summer. But she probably did. She Oh, she most definitely did. I don't know. She just said he looked like a cancer patient, and I don't know. If someone ever said that about me, I would, like... And I wasn't a cancer patient? Yeah, I'd feel bad. Yeah. Like, if they said, yeah, oh, yeah, he's got cancer, and he looks like a cancer patient, I'd be like, well, what the fuck did you want me to look like? Well, yeah. Like, should I look like I have Parkinson's or something instead? Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Is this what you're playing now? Junior's theme song. It is. He wishes he was a little bit taller. And he wishes he was a baller because that would entail two balls. But he has two balls, right? 
I thought that would indicate that you would have one ball. Maybe it is. So I've never... Either way. Has he ever told us the story about losing the ball? He has, I think. But I feel like he has, but I was probably drunk. Yeah. He's most definitely told me, and I've forgotten. God damn it. Why can't we remember how he lost his nut? Because I, I don't... I think it was just like medical. I don't think it was like anything cool. Yeah, it wasn't it? Yeah. Like should we, we make up a story? It, we should We should write a... We should definitely... With a, we should do a um, graphic novel. Yeah. About how and with with the illustrations about how Junior lost his testicle. Can it involve the evil piranha girl? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, I'm is, in. She's the love interest for most of it. Yeah. Even she, after he loses the ball. Even after he still pines for her and says she yeah. can have the other one too. Yeah. She uh, she has a hankering and a hunger. She has a taste, ball. right? <laughs> she has a taste. She uh. She just likes to take one ball from her victim. She has the taste for Junior's Rocky Mountain Oysters. So they can always think that she might come back for the other. That's yeah. <laughs> when she's near the one ball tingles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my piranha girl senses tingling. Oh, man. That, that would be a great story. Yeah. I think so. All right. Let's sell that it to or the he, networks. He was, uh, he was squatting in the woods and didn't realize he was near a bear trap. And the worst part is, is he didn't know how to open it up, so he had to walk. He had to walk three and a half miles uphill both ways. And if you go to the Midden City Swamp, you can still hear Junior's ball dragging that bear trap. <laughs> you can still, <laughs> on a very clear night when the moon is full, you can hear the sound of that bear trap dragging on the ground. Junior's ball screaming the whole way. Awesome, Nelly. Now I know. I think that's coming from the kitchen. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. The kitchen's also been all over the place with their music. That's Junior's ball dragging a bear trap. Yeah. I just got PTSD from that. Wow. Right? I know. Ooh. This is uh, Dilemma with Kelly Rowland. Hmm. So why do yeah. I know that? Well, she she was in Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child, yeah. yeah. I, In my opinion, for a while there, she was the hottest one of the three of them. Really? I think so. I really do. I, Beyonce's never really done it for me, though. Yeah, no, me either. She's beautiful. She's a bitch. She is. Is she? She's a diva. I mean, she's Beyonce. How can she not be? Right. But no, she looks wise. She's beautiful. She is beautiful, but just not what I'm attracted to, per, yeah. per chance. Like, like sometimes I, you I think it's like she's too beautiful. That that could be it. It's like, wow. And this is not like anything. Just I. She's attractive. She's she's pretty. She's yeah. beautiful, but it just doesn't do it for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And sometimes it's the weirdest things. Like some women, I think are like super attractive. People are like, really? It's just like it's just what yeah. you like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm not attracted to any dudes though, so. That's never, unfortunate. I can tell when a guy's good looking, but I'm not attracted to them. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I willingly admit, like he's a good looking dude, but I'm like, doesn't do anything for me. Because I just can't get sexually aroused or mentally aroused either. Because I think a big part of it is you have to be sexually and mentally aroused in order yeah. for it to make a connection. Yeah. It's like there has to be something. It's definitely like a mental. Yeah. That's I base all of Mary's hall passes on intellectual prowess. Okay. So like Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson are her hall passes. That's oh, well, <laughs> smash Bill Nye, obviously. That's yeah. That's an easy smash. Yeah, but no. Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
I don't know. I mean, he's smart. He's black, so I'm pretty sure. Like, he's probably got to just a mythical hog. Yeah. yeah. He could probably give you the dimensions in some sort of <laughs> weird, weird uh, yeah. measurement. It's like, yeah. like it's point zero zero seven light years. That's right. Yeah. He could probably give you the gravitational pull of his hog. Yeah. Based on its yeah. mass, mass and girth. Because everything that has math has, mass has a gravitational pull. Yeah. So his he's like my dong is one seventy four millionth of a moon. Oh, I've also given her Corey Taylor because that's the one she really wants. Right. So I've also given her that one, but I I believe Neil deGrasse Tyson is probably. So more I remember realistic. when I was married and we talked about this like the hall pass thing. And I always thought, you know, oh, great. You know, there'll come a day when these three people that I've decided and had the hall pass approved for, I'll get an opportunity. Well, then I became single and realized these people would come nowhere near me no matter what ever anyway. Were so, they a celebrity? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Music, celebrities, things like that, yeah. So Eminem and why? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this petite build, I think. <laughs> Well, it, you know, anybody named Marshall. Well, no. To be fair, it's like Pavlovian conditioning, too, because I listened to a lot of his music while I was having sex in college. So I think it's just that's that's where the arousal comes from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not that I'm, aler- I'm not attracted to Eminem himself. It's just the fact that I've listened to a ton of his music while I've been banging. No, so, you could just admit that you're attracted to Eminem. We yeah. all know that's the truth here. I am not, but okay. I'm pretty sure you tried to, you probably flogged eight inches watching Eight Mile. I wrote him a bunch of letters and he never wrote me back. Mm. With your pen name? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I did. <laughs> I did. Your pen name was Stan? Yeah. <laughs> he never wrote me back. Mm. No. But you, you've just had your car ran into at the... STD. Yeah, I'm not driven it into a lake I didn't or anything. Throw a bitch in the trunk and run it off a bridge. I just, it's just the bitch was in the back of the truck and it got hit, ran into. Yeah, she's fine. She's still there, I think. <laughs> Haven't fed her, watered her for a while, but she'll be fine. And dogs are resilient, captive audience. Don't ever do that to a dog. No, I. We're not Cardi B. We don't drown puppies. Does Cardi B drown puppies? <laughs> yes. <gasps> no. I'm yep. still going to listen to her music because I'm a terrible person. But. Most of the songs you can hear, if you play them backwards, yeah. you can hear the actual sounds of dogs drowning. Well, WAP is wet-ass puppies. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you are correct. Yeah. yeah. That's right there. It was right in front of us the whole time. It was. So I, I loved it for a while there. I was just a madman on our Twitter feed. And every time she'd post, I'd stop drowning puppies. I must have responded to about 500 of her tweets like that. She probably we, knows who you are. She probably has hella beef with you. Like if you so. ever see her on the street, she is going to beat your ass. She's like, you're the motherfucker that says I drown puppies. We actually, we, we asked Mia Khalifa to actually do an anal scene and she blocked us for, we got, we got, no. we got, no. <laughs> we got, oh we got put gosh. in Twitter timeout. Remember that? Yeah. Cause we asked Mia Khalifa to do an anal scene and she, that's her job. And, and he reported Is that us. not her job? Yeah. <laughs> she reported us and we had a, 
We had a day timeout from a day long timeout from Twitter. <laughs> well, that's a job. Damn. Right? I know. Oh, it was terrible. What is that? Is that a is that a call or is that a Twitter thing or is that? Uh, that, that was a call. We should probably get on Twitter again. Well, I haven't been on Twitter for the podcast for a long time. It's because Elon Musk owns it now. I was on a roll there for a little bit. You guys could get verified. You can pay to get verified. <coughs> We've thought or, about it. Or not pay and just right. give everybody our password and not be verified. And we did that. Yeah. yeah. We gave our password live on, on the podcast. I should start listening to the podcast, I guess. Yeah. A lot happens. We're moving and shaking. <laughs> yeah. There's only 365 episodes to yeah. choose from. Yeah. Which tonight is 365. Wow. So you could listen to one episode every day for an entire year. Wow. I could. Right? I won't. No. But don't. I could. That'd be quite a commitment. Yeah. Shit. We had to. Uh, who the fuck even made this shit for that long? Who knows? This is my 133rd consecutive week of uh, recording podcast. Wow. Should we get you a cake or something? No. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Just the beer's fine. Mm, probably a little much for that. Oh yeah. God. I was just realizing, like, I... You know what's more impressive than that? What's that? Having a stroke and only missing a week. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't recommend it. No, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were challenging me, throwing out the gauntlet there. If I have a stroke, I ain't coming back. Just forget it. You know, I never had a hospital stay until we started this fucking podcast. And now you've had like four of them? Three, four of them? Three. Three. Unbelievable. Huh? Yeah. So you think that's it's, that, it's a... So is it because of the podcast or is it the podcast has done that? I think there's definitely direct correlation. You think there's direct correlation? Absolutely. I put so much into this podcast. You put your heart and soul into this? That it is shortening my life. Really? Probably not. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely shortening my life because I want to jump I, off a cliff every time I leave this motherfucker. <laughs> it's a good thing we live in a flat area. Right? I can't find a goddamn cliff. Do we live in a flat area? Well, someone drove off the cliff recently. <laughs> I what? tried. If I jumped off that, I'd just break an arm. Yeah. What cliff? Like up the road? Right. Right up uh, Right off M25 here. You didn't see that Cadillac that went down the fucking embankment into the. I don't pay attention. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was a whole thing. It was big news here at the bar. Kind of like when the hmm. dude fucking drove in the lake a couple, what, a year We and don't talk ago. about that. That had nothing to do with this establishment, and I will say that on the podcast. Um, I, I was working that night, and I did cut him off at 1230, and I was still stressed out about it. It's nobody's fault but his. Yeah. No, I agree, but also, I don't know. I, I get scared. I fully had a panic attack coming to work the next day. You should be you okay. I was com- I was like crazy for ha- having it. Like nobody was upset with me. No. I like worked myself up. But and like you also we officially right thing. absolve you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I can rest easy now. I thought that's that all it help. took. See, I appreciate it. This podcast is changing lives. Shit happen, right? Changing Absolutely. lives. You were so worried about it. Yeah, that dude... T- but, no, on, on the other hand, not nothing to do with any of that, but he fucked up a lot of shit. Like, that was an impressive run he had. I, kn- I know. that That's a short road. That is not a long road. Right? right? No. But he took out power to the entire harbor, fucked up a, what, a dock and the a docks, guide rail, no. guardrails. And, and, I mean, at the end of the road, there is a f- guardrail. And he right? took that there, fucker out, and the front end of that truck said, was in the water. Bloop! Yeah. Yep. 
Did it, and it, he walked away. Has he ever, like, he got charged for it, I assume. Oh, I, I, I assume? Yeah. I wonder what happened. I mean, I, like, I, I like to think that he got raped in jail at least once. We should do it behind the music I'm not gonna and figure say out what I happened to that I hope for dude. that, but... Well, I don't hope for it. I just like to think it. <laughs> to be fair, Adam hopes that everybody in jail gets raped. It's one of his things. It's a I, do yeah. better than I did type of thing. It's like, you know, I want my kids to do better than me. Have you I, been to jail? I was arrested once, yeah. Hmm. Really? Yes. I would love to hear more. It was pretty lame. So I had an outstanding misdemeanor from the harbor, and I I was on a jet ski, and I floated inside the buoys where you're not supposed to go in the beach in Caseville. And you got arrested for that? Well, I... I didn't have my wallet or anything on me because I'm on a damn jet ski, yeah. right? And so the county sheriff up there pulled me over. I'm not on my jet ski. I'm not on, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can get a jet ski up there like that. like. Yeah. like So I gave them really no information. And somehow it still ended up on my record. I got pulled over like two years later. And they're like, there's an outstanding warrant for your arrest in here in county. I'm like, what the fuck? I would laugh so hard. I'd be like, what the fuck? So the funny part is I went to high school with the cop that pulled me over and he's just like, this was my arrest. He's like, hey, you want to follow me up so we can book you? So I drove myself to the police station. And that's part of living in a small town. Like Went in, got booked, paid my $35 fine. No. And uh, It was a 35. Oh my God. It was a $5 fine originally. But with two years of interest and penalties, it was $35. They couldn't have billed you? They knew who you were. They didn't have your, like, mailing address or anything? That's kind of like what I'm like, how the hell did this happen? I never got anything in the mail. You know, nothing. If they knew your name. Yeah. So. The police are so damn dramatic. I'll tell you that. They are. So uh, dramatic. The friend of mine that, that was the cop, I'm like, dude, I wasn't even up there. He's like. I'm pretty sure you were probably up there. He's like, this totally sounds like something you would have done. I'm like, so where I got into trouble was I, there was a, they told me to get out of there because like I was floating in amongst where the people are swimming and there's plenty of people out past these buoys swimming Mm -hmm. and they have, the police have like four or five boats. This is over 4th of July weekend. Oh, 4th of July in Caseville is crazy. So the police had four or five boats. They tell me, they're like, hey, get out of there. So what do I do? I fire it up and I get out of there and they just follow me right out and pull me over. And they're like, we need your license. I'm like, I'm on a jet ski. I'm on a jet. I don't, I don't have my license. I don't what think I've ever brought about? my driver's license to the beach. And I'm pretty right. sure I gave them the name Bob Snover. So I don't know how in the hell they even figured out that it was me. <laughs> Bob yeah. Snover. You caught me. You caught the Bob Snover. So yeah. Bob Snover. <laughs> So dramatic. Like that was our uh, our go-to. Up until years ago, I probably would have tossed out the name Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Now do not do that. No. 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 Yeah. No. Very bad. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined it for everybody. Thanks, dickhead. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Not belittling his victims <laughs> at all. That's that was terrible. We should probably cash this episode and start the. Thursday episode. Oh my god, we gotta do another one of these fucking things? Yeah, one more. Mm. Whoop whoop. Alright, let's do it. He's Adam Filkins, I'm Phil Nickel. Alyssa, thanks for joining us. 
We had the hippie uh, crew on earlier, Lisa and Erica, right? And Baron. Yes. Yes. That was their names, right? Did I get that yes. right? You did. Wow, and they're going to something called Pyro. June 1st through the 4th sit some fucking godforsaken place in Ohio. Don't ever go to Ohio. Fuck Ohio. Right. Yeah. For <laughs> a lot of reasons, including the obvious. Fuck them. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. It's been brought to you by... Taco Bell. Holy just, shit. Just their dong. Holy, just their dong. <laughs> anyway. Not affiliated with Taco Bell. <laughs> As uh, Eddie Fury would say, Phil Nichols' mom says, make good choices. 